Hey everyone, and welcome to Cozying Up with a Clear Cut, where we get up close and personal with women that inspire us. Today we're talking with Carly Biji, CEO and founder of Laws of Motion, a new approach to women's workwear. And I said, wait a second, I'm about to spend my entire Saturday up and down Fifth Avenue, trying on a dozen different dresses, finding something that sort of fits, that's sort of my style, paid twice the price, and ultimately I liked it half as much. And so I told my consulting team, when I go to business school, I'm going to find a way to use data science to make perfect fitting women's clothing. And they were like, we believe you. We talk about her upbringing in Texas, how she moved to New York City and ditched her consulting background to start her passion project, which is now Laws of Motion. She also shares with us a sentimental piece of jewelry that connects her to her mother, and we get to play with some sparkly clear-cut bling. Thank you so much for being with us today. I'm so excited to have you finally. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of course. Um, So we always start out by kind of figuring out how did you get where you are? How did you, you know, did you know your whole life that you wanted to be a fashion designer or an entrepreneur? Um, Tell us a little bit about your journey. Yeah. um, No, I did not know that. (laughs) So I am a native Texan, um, born and raised in Houston, Texas, with deep roots in the NASA community and sold my soul into management (laughs) consulting early on and went from consulting to business school. And it was kind of before then that I had that light bulb moment. I went shopping with a guy friend and saw how the other half shopped for the first time. And, you know, we walked into a semi-custom menswear shop. He spent 30 minutes picking out fabric, getting measured, sipping whiskey, spent $300, and then was on his way. And I said, wait a second, I'm about to spend my entire Saturday up and down Fifth Avenue, trying on a dozen different dresses, finding something that sort of fits, that's sort of my style, paid twice the price, and ultimately I liked it half as much. And so I told my consulting team, when I go to business school, I'm gonna find a way to use data science to make perfect fitting women's clothing. And they were like, we believe you. Yeah. Um, so when you were in management consulting, so you did that straight out of college. Mm-hmm. Did what? How did you shop? Did you just have to like, because it was probably more formal workwear, right? Yeah. And I really felt a one-to-one correlation between how well something fit me and how confident I felt. 100%. Yeah. Going into unknown situations or high pressure situations. So particularly early in my career, I mean, I had no time. Like I would spend my weekends or, you know, free time going online and visiting different stores and then would take everything to get tailored and then Mm -hmm. sometimes tailored a second time. And it worked. I mean, I I felt confident in my skin and presenting to senior executive teams and would have partners complimenting my outfits. And um, it was just something I valued early on. I never wanted to really have to think about an outfit once I put it on. I just wanted to think about the moment I was in. So when you were feeling this way in consulting, were you like, I think I have to go to business school to get some experience before I launch this brand or this idea or kind of figure out how to even go about it? Was that your intention when, um, leaving working full-time and going back to school? Um, Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that I was going to um, be sponsored for business school, which is the plan by my consulting firm, and that I was going to dig into industry while I was there and return to the consulting firm as a young partner and pave the way for innovation in the space. Like I had no idea that 
everything would change um, over the course of my time at Columbia and that I would then graduate and go on to raise a million dollars that summer pre-product, pre-brand, pre-revenue, and go straight into R&D around a totally different thing. So yeah, no. So that's super impressive, but let's backtrack a little bit. So you go to Columbia, right? And you have these intentions of, you know, getting your MBA and then going back to your firm and kind of rising up in the ranks. When in this point, when you're in school, did you realize that that may the path that you thought you were going to take may not actually be the path that you want to go on and pursue? Honestly, like you can never be sure, right? Like all you can do is listen to your gut. And so what I did was, you know, spend two years digging into what actually mattered to our customers, like asking, you know, what are your pain points? What would you like to see? We hosted these suit tastings on campus where women would bring their favorite workwear pieces and their least favorite workwear pieces. And we would serve champagne. Literally, my boyfriend handed out champagne to girls. And we would have women answer surveys for us. And we had a number of surveys that went viral. But ultimately, those two years was about understanding how to develop a better operating model. But what was the catalyst, right? Like, so you went in your first semester and you were like, I'm going to go back to management and consulting. When were you like, I'm going to try to like experiment and dabble in this entrepreneurial space? Yeah. Um, Like, what was that turning point? There was, um, there was a period of time. So I went in with this idea, but I really spent the first six months or the first semester rather committed to what I wrote my essays about. Mm -hmm. Right. So I lined up every internship I said I was going to. And I also lined up a internship at an e-commerce startup in the city. Mm -hmm. And so I went to go meet with one of my mentors who started the healthcare and pharmaceutical management program. And I'd done a lot of healthcare consulting work. And so he was someone who was a champion and a mentor early on. And I went into his office one day and Cliff said, congratulations, Carly, you've lined up all these internships. Le, you know, let's let's talk through which one you're going to pick. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, about that. And I was so worried that when I told him I wanted to go intern at an e-commerce startup because I needed to learn about everything and align myself with female founders. Can we talk about what it was the e-commerce startup? Yeah. So I went to Bobble Bar, wow. which is a fast fashion. I've seen you on their Instagram. I've definitely been <laughs> on their Instagram. <laughs> Um, it was, it would always be fun to be in between meetings and then their head of social come and say, can you put these earrings on and come with us? Mm -hmm. And we'd go shoot, um, in the afternoon at a really fun time there, but it was really the first time that I got to see operationally, like how to build a massively successful e-commerce brand. And while I was there to do strategy work, um, and work closely with, you know, special projects, I aligned myself with the founders and would help out with photo shoots. I'd sit with the tech team. Like I just wanted to absorb as Mm -hmm. much as I could. So after your mentor was like, you have all these internships and you wanted to go into e-commerce and he gave you his blessing. He lit up and said, I, and I said, Cliff, I've got this idea for how I'm going to change the industry uh, for women's apparel. And it starts with more granular sizing. And I think there's a way to do this through using data science and machine learning. And it's not about, you know, creating something to help you find the right fitting brand. It's about providing the right fit in an economical way, in a scalable way right away. And he just lit up and said, there's no doubt in my mind that that's what you're going to do. Like, I can't wait to see where you take this. So at that point, you were like over 
your original plan. I was over the original plan. <laughs> I walked out of there and I was like, Carly BG, founder and CEO. <laughs> and that was the beginning. Mm-hmm. And we started testing and digging in. And then I you know, saw how to bring a business to life. And by the time we graduated, I mean, we, we, I really identified what the, the core problem was. I had this massive data set on women's bodies. I had an initial data scientist lined up and graduated with 500,000 soft circled in capital. And mm-hmm. how, how did you go about doing that? Because that is that sounds like a very, very quick timeline from like idea um, and conception to like actually having the means and funds to like start your own business. Mm-hmm. I would say just carving out time, like having the time in business school to focus fully mm-hmm. on, you know, what is today laws in motion helped. Like mm-hmm. we were part of the greenhouse program, which is kind of this incubated um, group of companies that allows you to have carved out course time for it. I built out independent studies. I that's amazing class. I, <laughs> I was um, I took classes that benefited me. Right. Like mm-hmm. I focused on I took a course called Leader's Voice, which was all about speaking and that whole cl- or public speaking rather. And that whole class heard our pitch. I don't know, 250 times. Like I just <laughs> kept going. And if it wasn't serving laws of motion and the the path to launch, it wasn't of interest to me. Yeah. Um, so I definitely took advantage of that time. Amazing. That, that's incredible because it's probably so difficult to like work full time and like try to do this on the side. But yeah, you know a thing or two about that. <laughs> <laughs> I had a little bit of help from Kyle, but yes. So you graduated. Um, you had um, a little bit of investment lined up. What happened from then to when did you officially launch? Like what as an entrepreneur, like what were those things that you needed to do and get done? Mm-hmm. Literally everything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so we had a concept. We had a data set. We had an initial customer base um, of signups from the surveys that we did. And we had capital. And as someone that had never worked in like the fashion or garment industry, it must have been. How did you find like those you know, manufacturers, partners, the fabric, like all of that. Like, how did you go about navigating that world? Yeah, it definitely benefited us that I didn't (laughs) come from that industry because there's a certain way of doing things that uh, we just didn't follow. Mm -hmm. You know, I always say rules are suggestions on a good day. (laughs) And that comes from a place of innovation and curiosity that has served us. Mm -hmm. Um, So because I didn't come from the industry, I just... I asked like pretty big questions. Like, why does this have to be done that way? Um, you know, of finding a manufacturer in New York that allowed us to innovate and iterate really quickly. We, it was referrals. I mean, I was asking questions like, who's doing things differently? Who has technology in house? Like, and that ultimately led us to finding our initial manufacturer for fabrics. Like, we knew what mattered to our core demographic. Like, women were working long hours. They wanted to be able to throw a dress that fit them perfectly into the washing machine at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. They wanted a zipper with a longer pull so we could actually actually zip herself all the way in. I was telling in. this to Carly yesterday because I tried on one of her dresses that I, it, it had like a longer pull so I could zip it up and zip it off myself and I didn't have to ask my husband to do it. And I was like, wow, this is like, why don't all dresses have this? It's kind of life-changing. It makes sense. Yeah. Right? So we just kind of, we listened to our customer. Mm-hmm. Like we were so open-minded and asking her what she wanted. And then because our team is the customer as well. Like Mm -hmm. we just did what made sense. And so I think that really benefited us in terms of not just finding the right partners, but in thinking about how to push things a little bit further to add value to our customer's life. Amazing. So right now, so when was, when did you officially launch with your first alpha dress, right? Yeah. We launched in May of 2019. So we're about seven months in. And what, like, what can we look out for? Like what, 
how what is the customer experience like right now and then how is it going to change like in the next couple months or a few um farther future yeah we launched with one product Mm -hmm. we wanted to control for as much as we could um and understanding fit and just feedback preferences is that the dress you're wearing right now it's what i'm wearing right now yeah so this is alpha and red Mm -hmm. um it launched in three colors so black navy and what we consider to be the most compliment inducing red you've ever seen (laughs) people literally will stop you on the street and ask you you're wearing and i love it it's a color of confidence it is Mm -hmm. and and there's something just very bold and, Mm -hmm. and fun about it yeah um so yes launched in three colors machine washable fabric the lining is like butter it feels so good when you put it on and the it's a very seamless process a customer visits lawsofmotion.com she's going to answer five questions so truths that you know about your body like height and weight and bra size we then map you to your perfect fitting micro size uh, so you would be a size olivia because it doesn't matter what size or shape you are it matters that it feels like it was made for you mm-hmm. because it was and that's where we started um, going forward, we're and then do you made make to order each dress per, for each customer? Every dress is made to order in New York. Okay, so wow. we have a zero waste, zero inventory operating model where when you place the order, it's digitally digitally queued up at our factory, laser cut on the right fabric. Uh, stitched and finished on site and then shipped directly to you. And how long is that process, that lead time? We say within two weeks, but it can be within hours and days, depending on where we are um, from a manufacturing capacity standpoint. Amazing. We have very similar models, actually. We, we do. do. Yes. Yeah. But for jewelry and dresses. Yeah. I think we have similar customers, too. Yes. I mean, we're about to launch the Alpha in two new fabrications. So you'll see it come available in a really beautiful ivory and a camel. I saw the ivory, right? Yeah, you saw the it was ivory. very pretty. Ivory. Yes. It's done. Mm-hmm. And then we have um, two new products that we're launching next month as well. So it'll be really exciting to see. What customers. are the two new products? We have a, a second dress silhouette. So we're going to have a shift dress. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to continue, I guess, at a high level and saying we're going to continue to meet our customer where she is. So while the alpha skewed a little bit more formal in terms mm-hmm. of its aesthetic, the shift dress will be a little bit more casual. Um, it has pockets. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> so the alpha and is like for, you know, your management consulting, investment banking, like more corporate jobs. And then the shift dress can be if you're working at like a startup or like in fashion or just you want something comfy that you can throw on that may not be as formal, right? Yeah, definitely. It spans the spectrum a little bit more, whereas mm-hmm. the alpha is definitely a cornerstone piece that you're going to wear for all of your go-to meetings. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of our customers will wear it to events as well. It pairs great with a really... Networking events. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. And it's so timeless because yeah. we design with a modern take on timeless silhouettes. Like, So do we. I know we have so much in common there. We really I was like, do. that is like a line that I used to, yeah. <laughs> and it's true. But that's probably why I love your stuff. <laughs> that's and that's why I'm such a fan of the clear cut. Literally, there is um, people say, you know, oh my gosh, like what kind of jewelry do you like? Like who inspires you? I'm like Olivia. Literally Olivia. Every time I see her, I'm like, can I just I just start taking pieces off of you and putting them on, which is so fun. <laughs> oh my god, you're so sweet. Um, but in terms of new product, we've got the shift, shift dress, dress launching, mm-hmm. and we have a tailored jacket. Mm-hmm. So the jacket is going to hit at the same length as the dress. Mm-hmm. They're both going to come in four seasonal fabrications. So they're the most to die for tweeds. We have a bright camel, um, sorry, a bright red poppy Mm -hmm. tweed, a ivory tweed, um, a camel tweed that has this like ivory and black mixed in, and then a navy and black tweed. So they'll pair great with a t-shirt and jeans on the go. They also pair really nicely as a matching set and then back to the alphas as well. Amazing. I I saw a little glimpse of the coat and it's like so transitional. You can wear it like professionally or casually. It like elevates an outfit for sure. Yeah, we're excited. So exciting. Yes. So 
overall vision of like new products launching maybe like down the road it's always going to be for that like professional woman on the go it's going to be a confident and confidence inspired style for any woman owning the room so whatever it is that you do, I mean, Laws of Motion as a brand is all about being a force at whatever you put your mind to. You are square, our brand, like literally head on what a Laws of Motion legend is. And Laws so, of Motion legend. A I Laws like legend, that. right? A lady legend. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And so it's all about tapping into that mentality and adding that physical but also mental extra inch to mm-hmm. whatever it is that you're doing. And so we'll constantly think about how to best show up in our customers' lives and how to design with a modern take on a timeless silhouette that serves all of what you're doing in life amazing and are there so you're launching those two new products next month Mm -hmm. and anything else on the horizon that you can let us in on we are going to start doing some really fun one-off pieces as well um we had a good little experiment i i wore one of our new designs uh i wore the shift dress with a white feather fabric on it for new year's for new year's you look so cute (laughs) it was so much fun it was so much fun and to see women respond the way that they did um and i know we have a very exciting dress that's being made for you as we speak um, so I'm more excited. to come on that, <laughs> but we um, we're gonna start doing some more one-offs. So I think as well, women- since you're making to order all of your pieces, I feel like more custom creations aren't going to be that challenging for your model as it is, right? Not at all, and especially as you think about like very important days in your life. I mean, you get the joy of interacting with customers who are literally planning for the rest of their lives. Yeah. If you think about events that you want something that's just made for you, totally. Laws of Motion will be there um, for all of that. Yeah, that is like a no-brainer, I feel like, because you are like micro-sizing to your specific body type for big events like your wedding, your you know, um, a rehearsal dinner, all those kind of things, party, like I feel like birthday even, you mm-hmm. want to be the best version of yourself and you obviously want to look better than everyone else, so you want it to fit perfectly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And to be able to do so in a way that has an attainable price point, but yeah. also a zero waste promise. And mm-hmm. so you can feel good about the sustainable options that are available to you. And that and that's where fashion's him. heading, right? The Everyone that I talk to, like even in the industry, it's like, well, I think we want to be gearing to becoming more sustainable because I think garments are like one of the biggest waste producers right in in the world a hundred percent I mean since launching we've seen over a hundred percent month over month growth at a top line but we've seen less than six percent of returns Mm -hmm. so not only is that saying that we're fitting our customers that's crazy for the like ready to wear right absolutely oh insane compared to 45 percent on average and moreover the fact that we have no inventory and and large brands are burning about 30 percent of inventory on an annualized basis and that we're we're manufacturing in a way that doesn't generate waste so what do you do with returns since everything's made for that specific person yeah we build out because we have a finite number of sizes Mm -hmm. we're able to build out a small buffer inventory using those yeah um and and that serves us to have product on hand for shoots and and for customers that want to swing by and try it in person like things like that but ultimately like it served us that we really aren't sitting on really anything can you reuse that fabric if you don't want it as a sample we absolutely can we can reuse the fabric we can also reuse the pieces themselves i mean customers are it's just like any other business where they're trying them on and sending them back if that's the case Mm -hmm. Um, but i feel like most people don't want to return something that's made like perfectly for them there's like a little bit of 
I would feel a little guilty doing that, you know? We love <laughs> we love our customer love notes. Yeah. I'll say we've had over 30,000 touch points with customers since we've launched. And the background on my phone even is an email from a customer. <laughs> and like, it's really special when you, when you feel like you've spent so much time and like nothing fits you. I mean, on average, a, a brand size range is going to fit three to five percent of women mm-hmm. on a good day. And so to feel like you're isolated from, you know, apparel that fits you and then suddenly, you know, to go online, answer a few questions, get something that fits you perfectly. Like it's special. I mean, you, you know, that, that moment with your customer, these moments matter. Oh yeah. That's like what like motivates me and gets me going. Right. Like I work for my customer to make sure they have like the perfect piece and like perfect proposal and everything is like seamless. And that's my job. Same. We have customers. Um, so our customers can call and text me directly. Yeah. And they're always surprised when I answer. I'm like, I exist for you. Like yeah. we literally mm-hmm. exist for you. Yes. And it's so special to be part of her career journey and be part of her events um, and just feeling amazing. And so we're excited about what's to come. This is a great transition. We always ask all of our guests, what is their spark? So that means like, what is that fire inside of you, your motivation that keeps you hustling every day? Yeah, for me, it's about relentless pursuit of passion. I just, when something excites me, I go all in. (laughs) And I just, I'm like a dog with a bone. I just can't let it go. (laughs) And it's not that there's one right answer, but I want to understand it better. And I want to figure out how to fix it. And I've literally been like that my whole life. Like I carried a backpack. What's your sign? um, I'm an Aquarius. So am I. You are? This is why we're so similar probably. We give all of our guests a spark ring. Oh my gosh. Which is just a daily reminder of your hustle and, you know, your motivation to keep going. And yeah, so you can look down and always feel like, you know, you have people supporting you. This is gorgeous. <laughs> this is so gorgeous. Can we just take a moment and appreciate how incredible your pieces are? Oh, thank you. They're fantastic. I love the <laughs> online collection. I love seeing it in person. Well, you want to see some in person? Yes. Okay. Let's let's take a look. <laughs> Well, I was thinking about like things that I th- thought would go well with your dresses. Oh my gosh. So I really love this diamond tennis choker and I feel like it would be like the perfect like length on the alpha dress. Oh, it would be. It hit right at the neckline. Right at the neckline. And you can also adjust it if you like want it to be more formal or even a double tennis bracelet. But I this is a really... I love this. It, it really gives like a good pop. You could wear it with like t-shirt and jeans or with like a beautiful dress. Wait, this is amazing. <laughs> this is amazing. It's so timeless. Yes. and it's But so it's timeless. like a modern twist on something timeless because mm-hmm. chokers are really in right now. I love like those tighter um, necklaces and yeah. those shorter lengths. And But then you can also make it like longer and more formal if you want to go to like a more formal event. Yes. I love the idea of doubling up. And like stacking it on your yeah. wrist. Yeah, and uh, having idea. it be like a few different pieces in one so you can make like an investment, but you're actually getting like a few pieces, not just one piece. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I, this is one of our newest pieces, our Irene Trois et Moi. Oh and my gosh. I thought that would look good with your stuff too. <laughs> that's striking. Wait, so, that's amazing. You wear one. I wear the Olivia. The Olivia. The yeah. I love the Olivia. It's a, simil- it's a similar take where there's like that negative space in between, but mm-hmm. this one has the two stones. So it's like you and I, and it was um, designed from an engagement ring we did for someone. And we just took it down and made it like an everyday ring. Oh my gosh, this that's is a great to die statement for. piece. Yeah. It is. It is. And again, like super timeless. Like it's not going to detract from people paying attention to you. It just like adds to you. Yes. I love this. Did you bring a special piece of jewelry? I did. Yeah, I so did. Good. And ironically, so you mentioned wearing the tennis necklace as a bracelet. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing um, a 
necklace that my mom and I both have. Oh my god! So she was one of my um, mentors. Here you go. Uh, my mom is one of my biggest mentors growing up. She's one of those women who, when you know, she was a single mom with three little girls, was like no problem. Like went back to work as an advanced trigonometry teacher. Was recruited by NASA to develop software to break <laughs> the shuttle. Like literally find errors in the shuttle. And by the time we're in high school, she's like, "There's food in the fridge. Here's the emergency line. I'm running mission control for three days. I'll be right back." <gasps> and like hair was never out of place. Like never made an excuse in the world. She just a- did it. She just hustled and just did it. She is like the perfect Texan woman. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, she's smart and ingenious and present and is a hustler. And so. So you got all of your hustle from watching your mom. It's something I think that's just like in your DNA when you grow up. I mean, you can relate to like how your mom's incredible, like such a force. And I think (laughs) that when you grow up with that as a norm, like you learn to just lean into like the long hours, the the ingenuity, the finding a way to make one plus one equal a million. Yeah. And there's a way of like doing that that isn't market price, right? Mm -hmm. You just find a way. We talk a lot about upper right quadrant solutions. And I feel like. What is that? Like finding a way to like not have to sacrifice anything. Like Mm -hmm. you you it's if there's a two by two quadrant it's going to be which the is win-win. like management consultant literally right? management <laughs> consultancy the other way to think of it is like building a bigger pie instead of taking a bigger piece mm-hmm. like we look for opportunities in the market to create a win-win for everybody involved that otherwise would not exist mm-hmm. and I feel like applying that level of ingenuity like you you kind of you grow up with it like you have to work hard for things at an early age and and I've certainly come to appreciate that. And so this piece of jewelry is so special to me because my mom and I both have one. And so no matter where I am and, you know, whatever I'm working on, like, I always remember, like, how she's been there for me. And she's such a champion uh, to laws of motion. I love that. And it's like, I love that little pieces of jewelry or anything can have such larger meanings and sentimental values that, yeah. like, connect you with people or even, like, the past. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's a good reminder for who you are and, like, why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that. Um, so laws of motion, where do you see it going in the next five, 10 years? Like what are your goals for this amazing company? We are going to democratize fit in the industry. I believe that, you know, creating expectation for a consumer and providing an amazing experience direct to consumer is one way to get started. But ultimately we look forward to creating this expectation amongst every brand and to partner with brands to bring this to life. So we're very excited about launching new products and new seasonal fabrications and about, you know, engaging and learning from our customers. Ultimately, we're, we're really excited about what we can do to revolutionize the industry and make this a norm. So I might ask a controversial question. So by doing this and democratizing this way and like kind of changing the way we buy things and manufacture things, mm-hmm. who are some players you think you're going to be taking out while doing this? Um, there's a number, it's not so much the players, but the processes. Yeah, like there's some really, what type of shopping experience, like how is this going to change the way we view how we buy clothes for ourselves? Absolutely. I think it's going to enhance it. Mm -hmm. It's so much more about understanding that you can just provide like very simple facts about who you are as a human and experience the perfect fit and an attainable price point in your like favorite color or favorite fabrication, like seeing what you want to look like in your head and bringing that to life in a really quick and affordable way. And we look forward to doing that across multiple price points. 
across multiple styles, um, but ultimately first with Laws of Motion as a brand. And I think that's how, you know, the consumer is trending. Like for a while it was like fast fashion and you'd mm-hmm. buy like one thing from Forever 21 or H&M and you'd wear it one time and then it was just like dumped away. Mm-hmm. I feel like now we're really trending towards if we're going to buy a piece that's going to be in our closet, it has to be something we're going to wear multiple times, mm-hmm. fits us great, is a great quality or I'm personally just not going to buy it. No. Yeah. I'm the same way. I'm yeah. like, I wear the, I mean, people ask me all the time, they're like, do you wear the alpha every day? I'm like, basically, yeah. <laughs> literally, yes. <laughs> basically, um, I'm always in laws of motion. But you're like a walking, like, billboard for your brand. You have to wear it every day. I, I wear, wear clear-cut every jewelry every day. Right, so. But you want to. <laughs> yes. Aren't you obsessed with it? Like, yeah. there's something special. Like, you know you're onto something when mm-hmm. that, like, not only, like, keeps you going, but also brings you joy. Totally. Amazing. Carly, I'm so excited to see what's in store for Laws of Motion and look out for all of her new launches. Where can people follow you, track what's going on, buy your product? Tell us. Yeah, um, you can visit us at www.lawsofmotion.com. We're on Instagram at Laws of Motion. And if you have any questions about one-off pieces or things you'd like to see, uh, please email hello at lawsofmotion.com and we'll be in touch on email. Amazing. And if you guys want to see her beautiful dress and all of the jewelry we're looking at today, head to our YouTube channel. It's at The Clear Cut. And of course, follow us on Instagram at The Clear Cut. Thanks for tuning in, guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye. That was so much fun. I loved talking to Carly about her journey and starting her own business. If you guys want to see any of the beautiful jewelry that we were playing with, head over to our Instagram's IGTV at The Clear Cut. If you know any wonderful, inspirational women out there that you'd like to see us interview, send us a note at The Clear Cut in DMs. Thanks for tuning in and check us out every Monday to be inspired and sparkled.